Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back yet again to the Stunt Plane Podcast. Folks, I'm very happy to be back with you recording another episode of our wonderful podcast. Um, folks, I hope you're all doing well. I uh, hope you guys had a nice um, weekend. Uh, I certainly had a pretty good weekend. I can tell it. So today, everybody, we're going to be looking back at our episode on aviation photography. Uh, our special guest that episode is returning once again. His name is Eric Johnston. He is an aviation photographer with his YouTube channel and Instagram account, Eric Johnston Photography. And yeah, so everybody, um, that was a fun interview I did back then. Uh, he was a super nice guy. And uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and um, play the interview. I'm going to get that out for you guys. So everybody, there I'm gonna. There was a part in the beginning, um, like there's a part in the beginning where there was just mobile audio. So uh, everybody, that's just sorry about. We're gonna skip right to the interview. So everybody, I hope you guys uh, enjoy it, and we will talk to you on the backhand. Hope you enjoy. Hey, how you doing? Doing good, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. So everybody, this is Eric Johnston Photography. He is a aircraft aviation photographer. He has a YouTube channel. Um, I'm kind of nervous right now, but it's fine. Um, how you doing today, Eric? <laughs> I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. So um, if anybody has any questions, make sure to drop them. I'll ask a couple, and then, um, yeah, so everybody, we'll get to it. Okay, so, um, first question, this is from, I just printed a couple of questions, uh, is it okay if I ask you some? Oh, go ahead, man. Alright, so, uh, how long have you been interested in photography? Photography, I was, I was pretty young when, uh, when I got into it, my dad was into it, and I was probably around 12 or so, 12 or 13, and I asked my dad, I go, uh, can you teach me uh, how to take photos? And he goes, well, I'll first teach you how to take care of the equipment, and if you can prove that you're not going to break it, and that, then I'll teach you how to use it. And that's, that's how it started. He taught me on black and white film, and uh, that, 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 that was really cool, uh, learning on black and white film, and that actually taught me a lot as far as proper lighting and so forth and uh then of course uh, when 35 millimeter was starting to kind of get phased away and digital was taking over i kind of got out of it for a while and when i wanted to pick up a camera again digital was really really there it was it was really it had got it leaped ahead of 35 millimeter by by a lot and i felt kind of intimidated because i didn't know anything about digital photography so i kind of just didn't really mess with it, but I started getting into uh, videos and videography, and I had to teach myself how to shoot and edit and all that stuff, because I didn't know anything, I didn't know what a codec was, you know, I was like, what's a codec, like MP4, MP, I'm like, why, why, why are there so many? <laughs> yeah, that's, um, so I, I learned pretty quickly that uh, ed- editing is where all the magic happens uh, on both photo and video, but especially video, because, you know, I remember shooting videos going, how do they make it? tie all together with the cool graphics, the title, and this and that, you know, the, the, the transitions, the fades, or whatever they're called, I didn't know at the time, and then I just finally had to hunker down and just start learning it, and there were some, you, 
Uh, there are some videos on YouTube as far as tutorial videos for the ending software. There's not a lot. There was not a lot back then. Now there's a lot. So if you ever, if anybody has ever has any question about anything in life, really, but even with you know editing, photography, videography, whatever, just go to YouTube and look it up. Yeah, that's so good. So I've tried my hand in a bunch of photography, and uh, I tried with my phone and. My phone only zooms up to like a little bit, and then I got a B500 camera for Christmas, and I've been going to Planes of Fame and doing some photography hands with, um, yeah. So what kind of camera slash lenses do you currently use? Uh, I'm a Canon guy just because that's what I grew up on. Uh, Canon and Nikon are, they're both great cameras. Uh, Sony's phenomenal. I would, I would actually love to switch over to Sony, but there's a, there's a cost involved in that, and... Uh, I'm just not ready to quite take the plunge yet. Pretty much most of the equipment that I buy is, I buy used because uh, that way I can, I can get it cheaper. And, uh, I don't remember the last time I bought the, probably the last thing I bought was new was the, uh, camera release, shutter release. And I got a couple of those. Oh, I, I needed those for the roller shots, but my cans, uh, I, I like the, uh, I like the 70 D's and the 80 D. Um, I'd like to go to the, uh, Mark five sometime, you know, uh, but yeah. like I said, it's just you know uh, I've gotten used to the crop frame stuff. It's 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 worked really well. That's one thing, my, and that's one thing my dad taught me. He goes, never let your equipment be your handicap. So take whatever you have and maximize it the best you can. So um, there's a lot better cameras out there. Maybe one day I can get my hands on them. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, now, next question is, what are your favorite items to photograph? Favorite items would be aircraft. Uh, I love yes, shooting aviation, you know. Um, but I, um, I did wedding photography there for a little bit as a profession, not not because I liked doing it, but just because I wanted a business in photography. And that was a long time ago, and I got got pretty burned out on that. But my favorite things are aircraft. Uh, I do sh um, air to air photography is my absolute favorite. You know, seeing the um, everything, all these working pieces come together you know for the the day of the shoot and uh, sometimes it takes sometimes it takes a, a a day or two to put it together sometimes it takes you know a year and a half to put it together so uh, yeah but lately i've been getting uh, into shooting motorcycles and cars so i've been doing i've been enjoying uh, doing the rolling shots and uh, always like the uh, the sunsets and the uh, night shoots as well you know when, when i kind of mm. get the landing and stuff those are those are the kind of the the wow ones as far as static shots go now, uh, before we answer, um, I actually um, wanted to ask you: Do you ever do you ever go to museums? Oh, sure. I used to work uh, a long time ago. My first job in aviation, I was working at the Cavanaugh Flight Museum uh, over in Addison, Texas. And I, but other museums, I love them. I love. I've done some work with the uh, Frontiers of Flight Museum down in left field. A uh, long time ago, I did a little bit of stuff with the uh, um, which is now in Houston, and it was in Galveston way back. But, uh, yeah, I just recently went, I did a, a tour video of the Beechcraft Museum up in uh, Tullahoma, Tennessee. And that was, ed editing-wise, that was a handful because I did a voiceover uh, for every airplane that, that I showed. And I wanted to kind of make the viewers just kind of be able to enjoy themselves, sit back, relax, and enjoy the tour. instead of Because most videos of museums, they're, they're just kind of, they're not really educational, and they just kind of walk you around and show you the stuff, which is cool in its own way. But I, I try to increase my craft, you know, uh, with with uh, you know editing or the camera work, and I kind of try to combine that together. 
Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, now, next question, where do you like to go to take photos? Well, if we're doing it, really all depends on what we're shooting. If we're doing like an air-to-air shoot this time of year, normally I'll, I like to try to find a body of water like a lake or something like that because here in Texas, everything's brown right now. So, you know, you, you, it's that's not a really flattering backdrop, if you will. So uh, typically we'll find a body of water, you know, like a big lake or something like that, and then we'll shoot either in the morning uh, when golden light for the, the, the hour after sunrise or the hour before sunset you know you get the nice low uh, golden sunlight and that just and you really get some nice glint reflections off the water and if you if the pilots do exactly what we need them to do then you can get some really nice silhouetted shots with the airplane uh, in, in that total glint sun reflection off the water um, even even on the uh, the sunset shoots you know like uh, when I did the uh, Uricon air hall I still like to kind of try to put a body of water as the backdrop it, it makes for typically lakes typically make for a nice clean horizon but then again it's also fun to you know shoot against the old rundown barn or you know skyscraper you know downtown dallas lit up at night or something like that so it really all depends on what you're shooting because you don't want it to, to blend in with the background most of the time you want it to stand stand out Oh yeah, so that's that's a good uh, advice if anybody's listening out there, and yeah, if you want to get your hand in photography and um, do all that. Now, next question: uh, Do you have any tips for taking photos of aircraft in flight? Yes, uh, it really depends on if you're shooting props or just shooting jets. You can really speed up your shutter speed because you don't have to worry about blurring the propeller. And but if you shoot at a really high shutter speed and you stop the prop of a propeller-driven airplane, it looks like the engine just stopped. So you need to give a sense of motion to the prop-driven airplane. If you're shooting jets, shoot as fast as you possibly can because you'll get so many crisp, clear shots. But if you're shooting, um, like say, well, yesterday I did an air-to-air shoot and, uh, well, it was... It was a missing, it wasn't an actual air to air shoot, it was a missing man formation, but I, I was shooting air to air with the other T6s as, as well. And I, I was doing about probably a 125th of a second. The, the slowest I've ever got or shot, I think, was about, I think it was a 30th of a second, and it was from one helicopter to another, and it, it was, I was shooting a Bell uh, Long Ranger down low, and I was trying to get a full disc of the rotor blade, and with, with two rotor, with two blades, that's really hard to do, and and especially hand, hand holding it. And we, but it, it turned out to be a really beautiful shot. It just it's not almost the whole disc, you know. So, but it, the the shot still really turned out well. But if you're shooting prop airplanes, even even if you're on the ground shooting prop airplanes that are flying, try to shoot around 125th or uh, I wouldn't recommend going over 250th of a second, just because you're going to really start stopping that prop, and it just doesn't look quite as good. Yeah, that's uh, that's good advice right there. And uh, where can viewers find you on YouTube? So if you guys are listening, make sure to listen to this. So he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. On YouTube, it's just uh, my channel is my name. It's Eric uh, E R I K, and then Johnston J O H N S T O N. And on Instagram, I think it's uh, Eric Johnston Photography. All together, all big one long word. And, uh, and then uh, we, uh, Gary Daniels, a uh, good buddy of mine, he and I just recently have started to do uh, photo workshops. And we've got our first one coming up next month. We can, uh, we, we're calling it Big Madness. And we're, it's going to be a static round shoot only so far for uh, uh, 
on the uh, MiG-23, that's in Longview, Texas, and the MiG-17, that's in Tyler, Texas. The MiG-23 mm-hmm. will be on Saturday, and um, the uh, people that paid to participate are going to get a free guided tour from Dan Father, the owner of the MiG-23, and also hear a story about how he got the MiGs uh, into the country. And then we're going to uh, stay the night, and then uh, Sunday morning drive out to the uh, Ham Historical Aviation um, uh, Memorial Museum in Tyler get a uh, get about an hour or so of a of a closed museum time just for our group out there, and then we're going to pair up with Randy Ball and hear his story and get a walk around tour of his MiG seventeen and do some ground static shots on the, the MiG seventeen and se- the MiG twenty three. We're also going to do night shoots, n- night night shots with that one as well on Saturday. So we're we're looking forward. We've gotten some participation so far, and we're excited about it. That's pretty good, and um, also. Um, the T six. Um, the the guy. What was the missing man for again? His name was Tad Ferran, and he was uh, a father figure to me back in the mid nineties. When probably uh, after I lost my dad, I lost my dad in ninety one, and I kind of I got involved with the local T six guys because they all fly formation and they're around and so they're they're kind of a tight group. And you you start you get you know. You, you fly with one guy, then you meet another guy, you fly with him, meet, meet more guys, and it just kind of snowballs from there. And uh, Tad was one of those guys. Tad and Dave Work were uh, two of my kind of father figures back when I really, really needed one. And he just recently passed away by, uh, I think, about a month ago or so, and he was 94. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sorry for your uh, loss and uh, oh, thanks to your dad. He's an amazing guy. Now, last question. Um, which YouTube posting are you most proud of? Oh man, that's that's a good question. Um, I got over seven hundred videos on my channel, and I don't love them all, <laughs> but, but I'm, proud of, yeah. I'm, proud, I'm proud of them all. But uh, it's some of the I'd say probably one of the ones that I like the most is probably the SR seventy one cockpit checkout video, and I think that's my most popular one. Richard Graham and I got together uh, under the pretense of just filming his interview, and it was at the Frontiers of Flight Museum at Left Field. Now, in that museum, they've got the only simulator that the SR-71 program had, which they would start washing out their students in that versus just say, oh, go go ahead, go ahead and take up the SR-71 and make sure, you, make sure you're able to fly it. No, they, won't, they would wash out those guys, some guys, in the simulator before they got to the airplane. And uh, they actually had it operational there for a while. But I asked Richard, I go, I, I can't seem to find any fun videos to watch on the SR-71, you can find, um, you know, like pictures with, you know, this number going to this instrument, that number going, and, and, and it explains what they are, but not, nothing from a video standpoint. And, uh, and I go, have you ever tried to do that? And he goes, Eric, we've tried, but the cockpit's so small, we can't get a camera back far enough. And I had a GoPro 1. It was, it's called a GoPro. They knew it, it was the first one that, that they ever made. So I go, it's really wide angle. I, I go, would you mind trying to hold that? So he just held it. And I put a light above his head, a really crappy, you know, <laughs> yellow light. But uh, he just explained everything. And sure enough, and one day I was uh, sitting at home, this is several years ago, and I was just kind of looking at the hit counters on my more popular ones. And it was a lot more on that one than it was the last time I checked. So I didn't. I, I thought, you know, well, that's cool. You know, maybe uh, I guess people are liking it. And then I went in a few hours and I refreshed it. And there was like several thousand more views. And I'm like, okay. And then I just kept on referring. There was a few hundred more, a few hundred more. 
So I go, YouTube is broken. <laughs> I'm getting erroneous hits on my video. So I posted on Facebook about, you know, joking about that. And I go, I think YouTube is broken. I go, I'm getting all these stupid views. And one guy com uh, commented, he goes, congratulations on being front page on the aviationist.com. And that kind of started a relationship. So they were, because of the aviationist, uh, they got it out there and it was discovered I guess you can say and ever since then I've, I share videos with them and they post them and you know kind of cross pollinate so it's it's been a lot of fun that's cool now if anybody has any questions for Eric make sure to drop them in the comments or um, uh -huh. actually just drop them in the comments don't like progress. let's see uh, somebody he says I met Ted in the late 80s in Paris Texas when we had T6 fly-ins, our mayor at the time, Eric Clifford, had one, so he hosted. That time gave me the friends of Hank Ketchum, Frankie Glover, and Ted Forum. Wow. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. That That's really cool because uh, we lost Hank in 1995, and I was in that. I, I, I know all those people that, that he just uh, talked about, and I used to do... Do that, uh, do that flying. I'm not a pilot, but I would do. I would fly with the guys in their back seats. And uh, Hank, yeah, we Hank catch him. We lost him in 1995. I was actually in that formation when when we lost him. And uh, but uh, his daughter Kenneth and uh, Frankie Glover. He's still a really good friend of mine. He's over at Mount Pleasant. And his younger brother Scott Glover started the Mid America Flight Museum. And they got over 60 aircraft out there. It's 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 an amazing collection of aircraft. And yeah, all those names are definitely ring a bell. Hmm. Uh, next question from Forever on Twenty Twenty: Did you serve in the military? I never did. My dad was in the Air Force for uh, I think about twenty three years. I uh, was born in Kadena, Okinawa, Japan, and uh, lived there for a year. Came stateside to Minot, North Dakota. Froze our butts off up there for about six and a half years. Came down to Texas. And uh, parents got divorced. Dad went to England for a little bit. Came back. He retired out of Barksdale. And uh, um, I was I was actually at Barksdale last year when I did the walk around video on the B-52. So it was kind of cool to come full circle. Because I love Barksdale. And it was neat to go back there and see the base and how, how it had changed uh, from from when my dad retired from there to get the, the level of access that we got for the B-52 walk around. It was just amazing, amazing fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, is there any more questions, like anything other? Do you guys, anything? Let me check. I love how there's a donation button and there's... No, I love how there's a donation column, and there's no donation button. <laughs> can see if you can yeah, viewers I know, I, I know you can do that with, uh, I think, YouTube. If you do YouTube Live or whatever, then you can you can support, financially support. But I'm, this is my first Instagram Live one to, to do. Yeah, and then another question from Forever On 2020. What was his job in the Air Force? My dad's job in the Air Force was a CES. That stands for Civil Engineering Squadron. And basically, when he, when we were up in Minot, if I remember correctly, uh, he would go out. And the Civil Engineering is kind of broad, if I remember correctly. My dad would go out to the uh, missile silos where they kept all the ICBMs and, and did do some work. And not necessarily on the missiles, but just on the structure around them. And uh, towards, his, towards the end of the trip, it was great. He was a, he was, he, he was a desk guy for a while. <laughs> you know, I, I don't really know exactly what he did, but he, he was at a desk, mo mo I think, most of the time when he was down, down in Texas. Wow. Uh, any, anything else? Anybody have questions for him? 
And another person joins. Sparklematic, welcome to the live stream, 214. Um, How long have you been doing Avatar? Uh, I've been doing it for, let's see, I started back in September, I believe, and then I started filming, uh, you know where um, Lake Elsinore Airport is? No, I've heard of it, but I'm not sure where it is. So if you go for there's if you on your way to San Diego, you can see like skydivers jumping out of like beavers, DHC beavers, and yeah. then I tried zooming in. It was coming from this angle. Let me turn around. So you're driving in the car, and it's coming from this angle, and then um I came from this angle, and then I took a photo of it. Um, I'm gonna try to find it if I can. How do you go see like pictures? Uh, well, I can't find the photo, so yeah. And I've been start. I've been doing this uh, podcast, the Stumpling Podcast, since um, July of 2020. I started it. I was really bored during quarantine, mostly. <laughs> I uh, wanted some. Yeah, a lot of well, I think it's fantastic. Was... I, think, I, think I think you're making a good, 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 good. good. It's really cool. I think you're making. I think you're turning it into something really cool here. Yeah, thank you. I just gotta yeah. remember not to press discard live video, or that's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. And then I was inspired by the Fighter Pilot Podcast with uh, Vincent Jello Aiello. He was a retired yes. United States Navy fighter I, pilot, served 25 years in the uh, Navy. He was a yep. top gun instructor. You know who he is? Oh, wow. I've heard of him. Uh, I haven't, I don't think I've seen much of his stuff, though, but, but the Fighter Pilot Podcast, I've, I've definitely heard of it. Yes, so if anybody uh, doesn't have any questions, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up. Thank you, Eric, for coming on. Uh, Make sure to go subscribe to his channel. He's an awesome guy. Thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you, Eric. Uh, Have a good day. You bet, man. Take care. All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well, everybody, that was uh, our look back on aviation photography with uh, Eric Johnston. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, make sure to follow him on his Instagram, Eric Johnston Photography. Uh, Subscribe to his channel, which is just Eric Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N, and then Eric, E-I-E-R-I-K. And everybody, um, make sure to follow my Instagram, Stumplane Podcast, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Brandon Piscopo. And uh, we will see you guys next time here on the Stumplane Podcast. So long for now, everyone.